This is the Opening Market Podcast for Monday, November the 7th on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Greg McBride of Allendale. And Greg, you know, got a weak start to the off the overnight session. What are we hoping to see going into this week? Well, this week uh, holds a lot uh, for us. So you've got uh, election day tomorrow. These midterm elections have kind of felt like a uh, a turning point uh, in the making. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of implications to the markets and and everything uh, when it comes to who uh, who will be uh, in power of the uh, uh, the Congress after this uh, after this week. Will it? Uh, uh, I think it's. Uh, all of the seats in uh, the House of Representatives are, are up. You've got about 35 seats or so in the uh, uh, in the Senate. So there is a, there's a lot of implications. Obviously, everything uh, over the last uh, you know six ten years has turned so political, and we get moved uh, by a lot of those political moving. So that'll be something to watch. You've got a USDA report uh, on uh, on Wednesday as well. You've also got CPI, so we find out uh, where inflation was at for the month of October. Uh, lots uh, lots of information coming up, and you know to. To some extent, uh, the inflation situation really has not alleviated. So we may see a number uh, on Thursday from CPI that's a little bit lower than what we expect, maybe five, six, seven percent. But it doesn't necessarily mean that inflation is going down because it's a year-over-year comparison. So this is about the time last year that we were we were seeing five and six percent inflation on our way to that nine percent uh, just a few months ago. Well, and that's it. I mean, on every journey, you know, as the as it moves up or down, you're going to see those little bounces here and there as well. So that's not to be unexpected. But, you know, getting back to the fact that we have the election tomorrow, a lot rides on, especially in agriculture, on those results because the farm bill gets uh, debated here, uh, you know, has already been starting a little bit, but it's really going to hit in earnest because we got to put a new one out next year. Right. And that's that's the whole thing. I mean, as you as you tend to see, uh, the Republican side pushes a little more towards uh, uh, being favorable to the uh, to the ag sector. Uh, the Democrats uh, favor uh, other sides, and and it's it is a big deal, and it's something that we have to we have to be cognizant of. You know, we still are going to continue to watch all the different headlines that are going out there, whether it's Ukraine, Russia, China, and their COVID situation. I swear we're we're one day on, one day off when it comes to them. Uh, getting rid of or maybe backing off of their COVID uh, zero policy or zero COVID policy. So that tends to drive the markets at this point too. There's a lot of uncertainty out there and it's really just just throwing the markets into this whipsaw. I mean, you saw last week we started out uh, with a bang. Everything was up and big and, and moving and we finished corn just to tick higher for the whole week. So, you know, we did have a big blow up uh, in the uh, in the beans about 65 cents last week. It looked good, but that was more tied to energies than anything fundamental in the actual bean complex. Now, looking ahead to Wednesday's report, I mean, looking in your crystal ball, what are you thinking they're going to say? I think we're going to see another adjustment to corn export demand, and it has nothing to do with the, the river system or potential, you know, potential uh, rail strikes or anything like this. This is just simply we don't have the demand. At this point, you're, we're, with the pace that we're on, we're, we're expecting that we could see uh, the USDA have to cut 300 to 400 million bushels from their, their export uh, demand uh, ledger. The problem with that is we know that uh, that demand will start to show up 
as we turn the uh, the page to 2023, the problem is all we know right now is what the pace that we're on, and that has us behind. So I would expect maybe about a 50 million bushel uh, decrease in exports there. Beans don't look like they've got anything that's really that big or or exciting right now. We're on pace for what the USDA thinks we should do. So I wouldn't necessarily be looking for any major changes, but this is uh, this November report is typically the last one that they'll make before the, the big final January one. They don't uh, do a whole heck of a lot on uh, December. They usually just kind of leave things unchanged uh, as we go into the end of the year. Now, with exports, if, if they were to lower that export demand for corn, I mean, what kind of thing is that going to do for our carryover? What's that going to mean for domestic markets as well? Well, it'll start to, uh, it, it, I mean, it, it weighs down on the uh, on the prices, but uh, as far as your carryover goes, maybe look, uh, d- depending on what they do with production, but maybe look for uh, carry uh, carryover to increase maybe 25 to 30 million bushels. Um, but like I said, it just depends on, on what they do with production. We've, we've seen some pretty good cuts to the, to that production level. So I don't know if they continue to make that. I haven't heard anything that uh, gives me a reason to be bullish or bearish on production from where we were at last month. Now, obviously we know that we're down compared to where we thought we were going to be at the beginning of the year, but uh, there's definitely, uh, definitely nothing that I've heard that really gives me a strong sense of, oh, they really need to cut them, uh, a, a, a bushel per acre on the yield, or they need to increase by a bushel per acre. I think they're pretty much where they need to be on production right now. Switching gears over to livestock there, uh, Greg, uh, obviously cattle, uh, it was kind of quiet to end the week, but packers and producers are just kind of having this staring game to see who blinks first, but we know the inevitable's on the screen. The, uh, the packers are going to have to start buying cattle, and the producers that have them really get to call the shots as far as what they're going to accept for them. I mean, what are we looking at in that, in that market and, and even into the hogs going forward? Yeah, I think uh, with the with respect to the uh, to the cattle situation, we have seen a little bit of an uptick in in some cash uh, prices. You know, the the packers generally are still going to be in in complete control over that. Um, but I think uh, I think with what we've seen, you've you've started to to top that market out, and now you're you're going a little bit sideways. There's about one more little kick down seasonally that we'll see in uh, in the cattle market, whether it's the fats or the feeders, and then we'll start to uh, rally up. Uh, going into the uh, to the end of the year, so right before we hit Thanksgiving, we should start to see that uh, base out. Maybe we started to see a base out the, the end of last week, and then we'll start to come back up. If you look at uh, the hog situation, this market has has done the same thing as the uh, the fat cattle, where they've they've kind of turned a corner here. They've they've started to back off. You've got some technical spots to be watching for a gap and some uh, unreversed closes on the uh, on the chart uh, that could. Uh, could get you uh, down to about that maybe 75 to 78 level on the uh, December contract. And a lot of that is, is more that we are just a, a trending market uh, and they don't really give us a whole heck of a lot of fundamentals to go off of. Yeah, we see cash pork and all that stuff, but I think uh, for right now, look for a little more downside uh, as we continue to follow the momentum in that uh, in that market which is down but once you get to, to uh, almost like i said somewhere between 75 and 78 that's about the time we start we'll start to turn it right back around i think all right greg so if people out there want to talk some market strategies see what their options are and talk to the folks at allendale how do they get in touch with you they give us a call at 800 to market that's 800 262 7538 
All right, Greg. Well, thanks so much for the insight, and we'll talk to you again next week, and we'll see how this week panned out. Thanks, Dustin. That again was Greg McBride of Allendale. Let's run down those market numbers for you. December corn down two at 679 even. March corn down one and three quarters at 685 even. January beans down four at 1458 and a quarter. March down three at 1466 even. November 23 new crop two and three quarter cents lower at 1397 even. January soy meal down $1.40 at 41140 per ton. Soy oil down six cents at 7479. Chicago wheat is up eight and a half at eight fifty six and a quarter. Minneapolis wheat up twelve and a half at nine sixty seven even. Kansas wheat up ten and three quarters at nine sixty four even. March oats down six and a half at three eighty seven and a quarter. December live cattle up a nickel at one fifty one seventy. November feeders down a nickel at one seventy seven seventy seven. December lean hogs twenty seven cents higher at eighty three twenty five. Pork cutouts on change at ninety three eighty seven. Class three milk for November up a penny at twenty eighty nine. Thanks again to Greg McBride of Allendale for joining us today on the Opening Market Podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. <laughs>